This week on Forefront. I really appreciate when the Lord just makes a decision for me. Mm-hmm. It is so much easier. If you pay more attention to the negative, well, they're just kind of camp around that. But if you're picky on the positive stuff, that's what they're going to remember. And you look at the kids and you're like, what's a gladly bear? Marriage is an adventure full of friendship and discovery together. Let's eavesdrop in Adam and Christina Hannon as they check in on their marriage with their three marriage check-in questions. What brought you joy this week? What has been hard this week? And what's on the forefront of your mind? Welcome to Forefront. Yes, we are Adam and Christina Hannon, and this is the season finale of Forefront. Now, when we say that, we're not saying that we're done with Forefront. We are just ending this season and taking a little break and seeing what is ahead of us, I guess. But still cultivating friendship and adventure in marriage. And we encourage you to do that, too. So that's why we're uh, we're using this model of asking these three conversational starter questions. What's something that's brought you joy? What's something that's been hard? And what's something on the forefront of your mind? Yeah. So you are going to start us off this week. So tell me, what is something that brought you joy? Can I go twice? Like you have doubled the joy? I've got double joy. It's like double mint. Dumb. <laughs> like, it is. It's like the commercial. That's great. <laughs> all right. Let's hear it. Okay. First of all, there have been little ways that you've shown in big ways. It's like that small effort, big impact way of you showing me that you love me. Oh. Like uh, you made your homemade raisin bread the other night. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I get it home from work and there they are. And, you know, there's a couple loaves of it. And I love that stuff. That, I might be the only one in the family who does. You are the only one in the family. <laughs> so so it was definitely for you. And it's yeah. not an everyday occasion, but I love that stuff. Oh, man, I do. So when I saw that, I know that's a labor of love because it, it takes some work to do that. And you did that for me. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that. So it was a delicious way of you telling me that you love me. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. And then we're always talking about trying to find ways to cultivate friendship and adventure in marriage. Mm -hmm. So uh, you and I took the kids. We took a little day trip to Chicago. And that was super fun. Yes. We took our oldest specifically for his art curriculum. You know, yeah. homeschool family. Let's take them to one of the finest art museums in the country. It's in Chicago. Went yeah. to the Art Institute. And uh, that was really great. Yeah, that is a big pillar in our our homeschooling curriculum is seeing a lot of things and experiencing a lot of things. And so this final senior year art class isn't maybe the biggest deal to him. But being able to go to Chicago and see some really great art was it was it was a great experience. I loved it. It was so leading up to the trip, our uh, our son was reading a book about the context behind Grant Wood's. Uh, it's called American Gothic. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that is, you, I'm confident you've seen it. It's the uh, the farmer with the pitchfork and his wife. Mm-hmm. Right? They look very serious. Now yeah. you know what I'm talking about, yep. right? The artist was actually from Iowa, right? So yeah. just uh, just down the road a little bit. So we see the picture that our son has been studying and reading about. And what did you and I do? 
<laughs> we we each uh, stood one on one side of the painting, one on the other, and we recreated the 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 photo yep. you know, with the serious the looks, and you looked face. off to the yeah. left a little oh, bit. Oh man! And uh, that sort of playfulness, babe. Like I love that. That was fun. Yeah, anyone can go to an art museum. Only a few people are willing to make fools of themselves at the art museum. And happy In front to of their do kids, it with yeah. you. Yeah. That took a while, too, to get in front of that picture. People were just... There was a line. There was a line. Yeah, everybody wanted a picture of it. Not everybody right. wanted a picture with it. <laughs> I think we did it right. Yeah, it I good. think so. All right, so what's brought you joy this week? <laughs> I really appreciate when the Lord just makes a decision for me. Mm-hmm. It is so much easier. Well, you've heard all, you know, this whole season, probably my back and forth about should I do this or should I do that? And 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 I think too much, I think, about some decisions. And so one thing that's been mulling around in the back of my mind is, oh, I would love to grab a few ladies and just do a a Bible study together, like, a, I don't know, maybe over Christmas break, just a little in-depth six weeks, let's say, Bible study. And so I've been thinking about it and thinking, well, okay, who would I invite and what would we study? And there's so many choices. There's so many great, great Bible studies. So it's this, you know, once again, Christina suffers with decision fatigue. <laughs> thinking too hard, right? And there I was at my new favorite store, the bin store, which is so great. Isn't it's, it just an Amazon rejection store? It's like everything that people have returned to Amazon. Uh huh. This store buys truckloads of returned items, and they just put them in bins, and you you just go <laughs> and you just sort through, and everything is just priced. You know, like the first day everything is seven dollars, then it's the next day it's five dollars, then it's three dollars. Today it was one dollar. Yeah. I went to Debin's store because <laughs> the kids wanted to do Christmas shopping. Mm. So it's totally in their budget. Yeah. And there I am. And in this bin, there's a women's Bible study. And I started flipping through it. And it was one that I hadn't heard of before. And I was like, oh, this actually looks really great. I love it. Maybe I'll just like hold on to it. Think about it. Wouldn't you know at Debin store. There's not just one. There are six of these books. So I'm like, well, I guess the decision is made. <laughs> For six dollars, six, you know, five friends and I can do this awesome Bible study. That's amazing. So I was like, well, why would I not get this book mm-hmm. times six? So I did. So anyway, I just appreciated that it was there and like, oh, well, this is amazing and great. And obviously the Lord is saying, get to it, woman. So here I go. There you are. Yeah. What's been hard for you? Hard. Basketball season is, uh, well, it just started. (laughs) Two of our kids are in basketball, our senior and our sophomore. So the other night was the parents meeting. At the school? Yeah. You know, kind of laying down the expectations. Don't boo the refs. Don't boo the refs was the big one. Yeah. Uh, The other big one, and this was so good. Actually, one of the uh, the coach's parents were speaking, and 
so much wisdom from these two. Because they've lived. I mean, they raised two athletes. One of them is in the NFL. Right, so their, their son is still playing. Yeah, for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and their daughter is, is coaching. And yeah. so they're just, they've lived all the stages. Um, and th- they do. They have a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it's really good, like really good. And one of their main points was be picky positive. You know, don't, in other words, like your kid has a coach, right? Don't be the coach and like tear them down and, and focus on, you know, don't be picky about, you know, what they're doing wrong or what they need to improve. Right. Be Find something to be picky about that's positive because the more attention you pay to that or anything, that's what they're going to increase. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you're, if you pay more attention to the negative, well, then they're just going to, you know, kind of camp around that. But if you're picky on the positive stuff, that's mm. what they're going to, that's what they're going to remember. Yeah. And I think part of their point too is they don't need you to point out the negative. Mm-mm. I mean, they, at this age, they're aware. Yeah. They know and they feel bad when they mess up. Yeah. And, and they're maybe embarrassed, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe they're getting some feedback from their coaches, from their teammates, and they already feel like they've let people down. Yeah. And so they just need you to be the encourager and to point out the one thing, you know, that they did well. Yeah. And maybe maybe it's more than one thing. Great. Point out more than one thing. Yeah. So what was hard? It was convicting. It was. You know, sometimes I... Uh, Point some things out to my kids. It's like, you could really work on that. Okay, so it's convicting. It's going to be a challenge to be picky positive, but isn't it worth it? I think it is. Yeah. And think about it from this perspective. Our kids have a coach, right? They have coaches. They've got a coaching team. Mm -hmm. Their coaching team is going to work on the correction part of the season. Boy, what a burden is lifted off of us all we have to do is be supportive i know we get to sit in the stands all we have to do is celebrate what why is (laughs) okay i'll be that person yeah let's just let's just focus on celebrating this year that's it that'll be fun i think i think it's gonna be a lot more fun yeah i'll get you some (laughs) pom-poms thank you that's amazing. All right. So what has been hard for you lately? We were over at your parents' house and your dad pulled out the old risk game. So good. It's a classic. And I just haven't played it since, you know, I don't know, a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 a great game. It's a classic game, but I felt like it was like the story of my life because you have all these different areas that you're trying to defend. And in this game and and really in my life, there's maybe one, you know, just like rogue country on the other side of the world that you don't have anything surrounding. It's just kind of off by itself. And at certain points, you just have to make the decision. I that one's just going to have to get killed off. You know, mm. I'm willing to sacrifice that because I need to defend over here 
this is where you know the bigger fire is right now or or maybe just the bigger mission and and as you're heading toward global domination <laughs> you know you have to make some sacrifices along the way yeah now i'm not looking to dominate the globe by any means but <laughs> but when you think that long-term plan and that long-term goal and you know there are some things that you're gonna have to give up along the way and so yeah right now I'm just kind of there's a few of those things that are off in the distance I'm like goodbye you know you just got taken over by the red team Hmm. it was you know a sacrifice we've had a phrase in our family we can't do everything sometimes I think we try we can't you focus on the things that matter right now and for the future and that could change and it probably will yeah there's there are seasons for everything mm-hmm. and uh it's okay that's okay so yeah and that's one of the great things about being human isn't it is that we do change mm. that's a wonderful thing so i don't know i'm thankful that that you and I, in this marriage, that we have been changing. But that while we're changing, we're changing in the same direction. You know, you and I both cherish, first and foremost, our relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so that is the trajectory that we're changing toward. And so it's, I don't know, I can't imagine, I can't imagine doing this Um doing life, doing marriage without, without being on the same trajectory as you. And, and there are times when maybe you're, you're farther ahead or, you know, faster paced or, or there are times maybe when I am, but we're, we're both heading the same direction and we need one another to kind of pull the other along. And yeah, so I'm thankful for you. Mm, Same. Wow. You can keep changing. In the right ways, you know, (laughs) toward Jesus. There you go. Keep bringing me along. Yeah. And, you know, with change, I mean, if we're honest, sometimes that comes with a little bit of disconnect, right? In, in, In any relationship, even in a marriage relationship. But if even in those times of disconnect, if we just keep pointing each other to Christ, we're still running in the same direction. We'll reconnect, mm-hmm. right? As yeah. long as we work on it. All right. How about you? What's been on the forefront of your mind this week? Hmm. So kind of piggybacking off of your risk analogy. <laughs> uh, it was actually from uh, one of our episodes of Forefront. One of the things that was on the forefront of your mind one week was you had said it's okay to quit things, but make sure that if you do, try to quit on a good day. Mm-hmm. You don't yep. want to quit on a bad day when you're all hyped up and maybe a little upset or irritated or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, think it through. Let it sit for a bit and quit on a good day. Because if you do quit something, you want to quit well. Right, right. And you want to quit for the right reasons and not just, you know, heightened emotions. Exactly. So that's been on the forefront of my mind, especially as we uh, close off the first season of Forefront. You make it sound like we're quitting. No. I don't know that we're quitting. We're saying this has been a season. Yeah. And if we do season two, yep, it might look a little different. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's something else. Maybe there's a different podcast. Maybe. I have no idea what's in our future. 
I don't know, but we're just stepping away for a little bit, taking a little break, cheering on our basketball players. It's going to be awesome. It will be. Mm-hmm. But, but let me tell you this thing. This has been a dream of ours, specifically yours, to do a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a blast. It has. Yeah. It has. And thank you for listening, by the way. Seriously, we appreciate that. So what's been on the forefront of your mind lately? Do you know who Fanny Crosby is? She... It's not Fanny Farmer. No. That's the chocolate person. That's the chocolate. Okay. Fanny this Crosby is the hymn writer. Is the hymn writer. Yeah. So she's a famous hymn writer from the 1800s. I think she wrote over 8,000 hymns. Wow. It was. What? How many? 8,000. Huh. Extremely talented. And I've, I've known her hymns before, but I wasn't really paying attention to who wrote them or, you know, anything like that. But this week um, I was reading a book and the woman quoted this hymn from Fanny Crosby. And it was one that I hadn't heard before. And and we grew up, I grew up in a church that sang hymns. Um, and so I've heard a lot of hymns, but this one I didn't recognize at all. And there was a line in there. I was like, wow, that is so good. I need to start listening to some Fanny Crosby hymns. So I put on the Spotify playlist. There's like a whole playlist of just Fanny Crosby hymns. Wow. And it's awesome. So all day I've had Fanny Crosby (laughs) hymns stuck in my head. So like as I'm at the bin store, I'm like humming these hymns. And it's just so great. Can you give us an example? Like, what are some of the hymns that we might recognize? Okay. So the one that's been stuck in my head all day is Tell Me the Story of Jesus. Can you sing it for us? No. Okay. I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely will not. But you're humming it in your head as you're you, shopping. Yeah. Apparently, I'm happy to hum and sing to the people at the bin store, but not, <laughs> not, not to you. <laughs> Well, but like Blessed Assurance. Oh, that's yeah. right. Fanny that's Fanny Crosby. Crosby. Okay. To God be the glory. I almost said Fanny Farmer. Nope, Fanny, okay. Fanny Crosby. So like she's got some great, great hymns. So most of them, well, maybe not most of them. She wrote 8,000. A lot of them you would recognize and be like, oh, yeah, I know that hymn. Mm-hmm. But this one I didn't recognize. And um, and so kind of the context this book was talking about, and it's funny because we just we're talking about how how people change right within marriage and that's a normal thing and that's a good thing but like sometimes in marriage people don't change in the same direction right Mm -hmm. or sometimes you're not pulling that other spouse along like come follow jesus with me you know and and there is a disconnect and and what began as a romance and great love for one another maybe isn't anymore and so this book was challenging women to reach back toward that that you know that initial romance that that old love that you had and maybe even though you're not feeling it right now she was challenging women to just be picky positive i guess wow like take a 30-day challenge and don't say anything negative don't be nagging. Don't be picking on, you know, all those things that you would normally pick on for 30 days. And instead say one thing 
that would be positive or an affirmation of something that you love about your spouse or appreciate about them. And so the book that I've been reading is Nancy DeMoss Wolgamas' book, Adorned. Mm-hmm. And it's it's about Titus too, and the the directive for older women to teach the younger women. And so I totally love the book. But in this directive that just sort of lines up with a lot of things that we've been thinking about and talking about already with being picky positive and, and just doing that with your spouse for 30 days, she quotes this hymn from Fanny. Now I want to say Fanny Farmer. <laughs> See? I regret so nothing. Dangerous dangerous you're like the you're the him ruiner that's no. what you are <laughs> come on be with, positive <laughs> with the gladly bear do you remember that what was it one of the one of the hymns had a line about uh i don't even remember what the line was i just remember that like, there were the words gladly bear yeah in our, context like our, our our shame and reproach gladly bear like jesus bore our our shame and reproach. Yeah. Right. And you look at the kids and you're like, what's a gladly bear? Is that like a teddy bear? <laughs> we never, every time. No, I can't hear that hymn without. Oh. <laughs> Again, I regret nothing. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to get to the this line that was so great and you're going to be like this is way too much um build up to this it's not even that great but no it is fanny crosby wrote this this is the third verse in her in her hymn rescue the perishing and she says down in the human heart crushed by the tempter feelings lie buried blue buried (laughs) sorry that look right now (laughs) go on feelings lie buried that grace can restore. Yes. Yes, Go Jesus, okay. please. I'll sit here. <laughs> <laughs> Touched by a loving heart, wakened by kindness, chords that were broken will vibrate once more. It's like, I love that mm. because we do have a God who is big enough to restore those emotions and those broken chords that that used to be inside of us you know singing those love songs for for our spouse and and he can restore those marriages and i do forgive you for saying blueberries (laughs) and i still love you you're amazing and i love that you're quirky about things i mean you could you could tone it down (laughs) <laughs> a little bit but friendship and adventure in marriage <laughs> you're a lot of fun babe so are you yeah so our hope and our prayer is that you would have a lot of fun cultivating friendship and adventure in your marriage so uh thank you for listening to forefront it means a ton to us and uh yeah, ask some great questions. Get that conversation going and uh, and see what God does within your marriage this week. Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon is a production of Northwestern Media. 